I have another guest joining me today. Would you like to introduce yourself? Um, hi, so my name's Alison um, and I'm from Premier Beauty in Rishaw. I've been going to Alison for uh, my thank you and uh, she's absolutely amazing. She um, is trying to make her business more accessible for anybody with disabilities and for Alison has been very helpful and uh, I'm really, really enjoying going to your clinic. It's a bit at home, which is amazing because it's your personal feelings you go on and Alison looks definitely so well. Oh, thanks. Have you, um, when did you start learning to drink here? Um, so I think it goes back to probably the first kind of NC that I've done, the first qualifications. So that was like 25 years ago. So like forever. Um, so that's like a taster, you know, an introduction to beauty. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And then I wanted to go on and do the HND, which is another two years, and it's much more advanced. Um, and I just, I loved it. I was just obsessed. Amazing. Yeah. So have you always had your own business or did you work for um, someone? Nope. So originally I worked for um, the Hilton. So I worked like managing salons, different things like that. So that was fun and I really enjoyed it. But an amazing training, you know, in terms of management, skincare, treatments, um, it was really fun and then obviously a lot of incentives with amazing skincare. We had Clarins and Talbone, we would be incentivised and we would get these lovely creams every month um, that I could never have afforded with a newborn baby. Um, so that was quite luxury, felt quite extra having all this makeup and all this skincare and playing with it all. Um, so that was amazing. But when I had my daughter, it was really difficult because big companies don't care about you, you yeah. know. Um, you're just a name, a number, you know, phoning me in on my day off, you know, to do this, do that, doing tasks that weren't part of my job, taking me out of the treatment room, much, much more like admin, and then like managing staff. I'm quite a soft touch. So people just walk all over me because I don't want to upset anybody. So I love beauty, I love my job, it's my passion, but I'm not good at managing people, I don't think. So that's why you now just being self-employed for the last 16 years, working myself on just a one-to-one. -one. I love that because there's never two days the same. It depends how the client's feeling. I think I'm quite empathic. So when they come in, I can sense what they might need. And if it's not what they're booked in for, we can change it. And then if they're interested in skin, you just kind of shut me up. <laughs> that's amazing, that's amazing. How can you tell when someone needs something? Like, can you tell by their death? Can you? Right, how do you know? Um, it's like an energy, I think. See, when you're quite empathic and you're quite open, yeah. and particularly when you're into holistics, you know, about Reiki, about energies and balancing. If the person that comes in is open to you, some people are quite guarded, closed off, can't read them at all. But somebody is open and gets a good vibe for you, you get a wee connection. Mm -hmm. And then once they start to chat, if you listen, you just kind of feel what they need um so i love that and then people learn to trust me and then go with my suggestion and then we kind of work together to find a balance you know sometimes there might be a lot going on in their life and they're quite stressed and i just want to do something to make them feel better and to relax um or they might have something special coming up we need to make the skin really glowy mm. um or if we're being greedy we just do a combination of it all yeah because them um, a lot of people were including me quite um they'll my skin I've always been quite lucky that um, mm -hmm. I can. Yeah, you've got good skin. But sometimes I have like 
give you a good rhythm. My feet, I think I'm very thankful to my too. I'm the continuation. With some people, it's um, I mean, I always say, when people are worried about it, I'm worried about how you look. But I don't feel when I come when I come into the studio, I don't I feel like doing anything. I don't know why. I think it's because it's important. I look after my skin. Mm-hmm. It's important. Um, I've learned from you because I know nothing about things here. And when you talk to me about it, I would actually like, do you know I'm comfortable mm-hmm. now because what I've learned from you. Yeah. I do look after my skin. Um, just when I come for treatment, I took you when I left the home star on. I would say, oh, that is amazing. And I can't wait to come back for more. I mean, I often very. She knows a lot. She's very knowledgeable. She knows um, different treatment and uh, the face, uh, the face tone you gave me was absolutely amazing. Yes, so you had to do it. Really good. It's so good. I can't wait to come back for more. I think it's half the battle when you enjoy it. I just love anything to do with holistics and anything to do with skin. And then now there's so many treatments available. So. Instead of just kind of doing what I've always done, like the last two years, I've kind of upskilled, learned a lot of advanced things, but the, those skills can still revert back to my original kind of base. Um, so it's exciting, and I love it when a client's interested because then we can talk skin and we can talk aftercare because as much as the treatment's amazing, you want it to last longer, is to follow the wee tips at home. Yeah. And it's just suggestions, you know. Um, so yeah, no, I think if they're coming in and they feel, you know, safe and comfortable and it's a safe space and they feel relaxed, just over time we build a rapport and it becomes like you're more like friends, you know. And Yeah, that too, because I have been through that long before and when you've got the treatment done and I thought, bye, so I'm kind of like, then I don't look after myself. Mm-hmm. Wait, different when I go into you, that on. we talk about from start to finish. Explained everything, and then that motivated that motivated me to go home and look after because I've learned from you. So if anybody like wants to um, learn more about skincare or look after their skin, you can do that other thing. I'm gonna put her link below, and uh, she's got lots of videos on her Instagram as well. And you can watch them and see what she does. Yeah, I think with the treatments and stuff like that, I think it's not just the coming for the treatment. I think it's the consult, you know, before. Yeah. So when we talk with the text, ask questions, so that I know roughly what we're doing. It's the coming on the day, but then it's just as much as that is the aftercare. I want you to do the bits at home. I want your skin to last longer. I want it to feel good. Um, yeah, so I think it's the kind of three steps, you know, that makes it that be a bit more personal. But I enjoy that. So I like to have that in a regular client. Whereas if somebody comes as a one-off and maybe had a gift voucher or something, mm-hmm. um, sometimes you can tell they actually don't want to come. So maybe somebody's got them a treatment and they're not quite sure. Um, so that's a shame. Um, or sometimes what I'll do is I'll do the consult and then if the treatment's for maybe like a massage and it's maybe a lady that's never been to a salon before, she's really self-conscious, she doesn't want to undress, I'll try and build her trust, you know, be chatting and what else can we do? So maybe a treatment where she can keep her clothes on, she can just get used to me, so maybe even just like a facial or, or nails or something where she can get to know me and feel comfortable. And then what I found is eventually where some of the clients still come, they'll be like, oh, maybe I will have a wee massage. That makes me feel good. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's really good. I, 
Something about you? Have you like? Do you have any treatment that totally different from other talent, or do you know like? Uh, do you know? Do you find it quite difficult competing with other talent? No, I don't think about it like that. I don't compete. I'm in my own wee bubble in my head, um, and I'm just thinking about me and my clients. What want to do, and what treatments I think they like, and what training's available for that. So my basics are the same as a lot of therapists in that. You know, I've done the basics, the wax and the massage, very basic facials, like that stuff just, um, I don't do anything like that anymore, it's so much more advanced, but the basics, and that was fun, and then just building it on for there. Um, there is a lot of places that do a lot of the advanced things I do, but I think they're, they're generally in big clinical settings, huh? you know, big salon settings, you know, with maybe like four or five therapists, hairdressers, busy, busy, noisy. So I think where my niche is, is that I just found... Like myself, I have um, quite bad anxiety and things like that. And I like smaller groups, smaller spaces. I just feel more comfortable. And I think that's where I come out my shell. And I think your vibe attracts your tribe, as in, like, my clients kind of feel similar. So I feel like that as well, because being deaf and I go into that on, it don't annoy me. And they all run about, and that just um, make me anti quite overwhelming because uh, and I, I just feel like um, I'm supposed to be here to be pampered and relaxed but I don't feel like that when I go on top I did that on so when I come to you it's the opposite mm-hmm. it's just so calm mm-hmm. and I feel like I love the way she's bring it mm-hmm. yeah, all you need to tell everybody about that yeah. I mean, what called that weighted um, so the, the weighted blankets are anti-anxiety. So I think it's creating the whole thing. So like when the client comes in, that they walk through and there's no clutter uninterrupted, they come into the salon, that the lighting's nice, um, there's a big comfortable chair, nice candles, you've got the weighted blanket, you've got the big um, physiotherapy bed, you know, it's really spongy and comfortable. Um, and it's just all the wee elements, you know, and maybe if somebody's quite anxious, we use a wee bit of aromatherapy on the pulse points, do some nice deep breathing, we set the music oh. nice. So it's just all the little things, see, before you get to the treatment. Client feels good, feels quite special, quite relaxed, but that's what I'm doing. I'm working on it like we spoke. I don't think, oh, there's a facial in, there's a massage in. I think about the person and how they are and what I know about them and how they felt and whatever and then I just kind of customise it so I just kind of chop and change things and I bring elements and maybe a couple of different treatments into one Um, so I like to do it that way so although there's lots of people do what I do they don't do it in the one-to-one and I think and obviously we be Lola Um, so that's where I think it stands out a wee bit and that's the kind of clientele I have that enjoy that small one-to-one space Um, it might not be for everybody but it works for me that's good what is the popular treatment? What's the most popular one people come? Well, I'd say different categories. So obviously the basic treatments are like the practical things. So I do a lot of like waxing, so like Hollywood waxing, kind of advanced thing, because again, it's quite a personal treatment, you know. So once you do it well for a good price, people are comfortable. They wouldn't go anywhere else because it's really hard to build up that trust and dress, you know, the good bikini line and um, for it to be done properly as well. So we do like that and that's the basics. And then in the massage side, I would say 
uh, the holistics like lava shells, you know, so the hot lava shell uh, with the organic green tea and mango oil and lovely body brush, you know, it's just a lovely natural product. Um, because that's an amazing company that worked with them as well, you know, that they... That the nut tomorrow, that tomorrow, I am coming to try out an avastral. I keep lying, but I'm coming. It literally is fun. like a, ma a magic massage. Um, people have it, you know, and they literally feel drunk. They kind of drive for like half yeah. an hour after it because the heat is so sedative. So it's so relaxed and so calming. But the heat also, when you have a tense muscle, each movement with the shell is like 10 manual strokes. So literally me doing that, you know, you'd have to do 20 or 30 strokes to get that heat. The heat acts like as a wee iron and it just stretches it all out so the muscles become relaxed. So mm -hmm. you've got stress relief, you've got the heat, you're getting rid of all the toxins. And again, you can make it quite an homotherapy and light. Um, I have some guys that are like into heavy training at the gym and the muscles are solid. They're literally not lumps out there with this thing. Um, so you can make it very personal. Um, and generally do a full hour in the back, which is my signature treatment for it. Um, that is literally amazing. I love doing that because the result at the end is amazing. Wow. Um, I'm not trying to do it. Yeah. And then skin-wise, obviously, you've got all your advanced stuff. So you've got your classic facials. Um, and then obviously all your other bits, bits is like your dermaplaning, uh, your peels, uh, your mesotherapy, and your skin boosters. So although they're different treatments, they can encompass into like an advanced facial. So like a supercharged facial, and we do all the elements like in the one. So that's amazing. It is more high-end, but you're going deeper. It's more effective. It's lasting longer. So it's really good, say, like, say for low maintenance, for busy mums and maybe can of come. Like normally a facial, you would come every four, six weeks, or at a maximum eight yeah. weeks just to keep the skin ticking over. Um, but something like that, you might not come for a bit longer. And as long as you've got kind of basic home care, you should still feel your skin really good. So I love doing that because, again, you're doing so much work to the skin. It's literally glowing for the gods. Amazing. Yeah, that's my favourite. Dad, do you treat me... Do, do you treat me doable for everybody? Or do you know, like, they've done really consultation and consultation with it? If they had a reaction, what would you do? Like, well, I think I would have been proactive before that. So depending if I'm using something that I potentially think could be reactive. So say it was like a lash lift where you've got peroxide near the eyes or if it was a new client for HD brows, these things require patch test anyway. So for your insurance, you must patch test like one week or 48 hours before, depending on the product. It will go behind the ear and then it'll send the client away. If they have a reaction, they will message me, which has only ever happened once, I think in like 25 years. Um, and I will just get them to like wash it off with hot soapy water and we just know at that time that they're not suitable it doesn't mean that in like so many months time we can try again um, also we're really strict with see post-covid a lot of people that have used products and been fine would now react so again it's just being professional and knowing that you need the client to come you need um, the kind of patch test and then that way they can still react but at least you've done you know your due diligence you're looking after the client um, if I were to do maybe something advanced skin, the skin would be a bit reactive. It wouldn't so much be an allergic reaction. It might just be like, I'm really sensitive. So see the next day I would look red yeah. and I would feel sensitive for 24 hours. But see, because I know the results, I don't mind the journey and the experience because I'll just make sure I'm not going out that day or I can put mineral makeup over it just to cover it. Um, and I know at the end of that week when all that dead skin lifts away and all the kind of goodies work in and I do my home care and my masks, 
that it would be well. So I think it's just knowing that the client knows the aftercare and what to do. And if they ever have any worries, they can just message me and I'll plot them through it anyway. Amazing. Yeah. No, I had a very bad breathing. I wasn't for that. I think it was um, one of the beauty therapists. She doesn't actually did it really well. I had my leg wet. I've had it done quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And then they would done one different and she did it. But you don't notice that until I had a big tan. Couple of days later, I went back for a big tan. And you can see it by my, it's it almost like it's my skin. How the skin has come off. Come off. Yeah. But you didn't feel it too and hot at the time. I was conscious and I had to go a party for that. Mm. I, was, I know I could change the joints, but I, I bought this dress. Um, so when the wax went on, you didn't feel it too hot at the time? I have no idea. See, I'm not experienced and she doesn't do what new does. That put me right off. So, um, but when uh, I found you on social media in the Glasgow Garage Club, I would like, I've never felt too comfortable. I mean, it, you're right, it's all about someone to trust. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, you know, um, it's so important that the person who's doing the treatment knows what they're doing. Yeah. Isn't it? I think if you care, but it's half the battle. Like a lot of the time I've been like first bad days with my friends and it's great when you get a therapist and you can tell they're happy to be there, they enjoy their job, they want to make you feel good. And then if the other ones where they've literally came to get me for the reception, drew the eyes off me, took me into the room and you can hear the heavy breathing that and they're just like kind of half-hearted. You can sense that energy. So I think if you enjoy it, it's half the battle because you're always thinking what to do, how to make it nice, looking after the client. Like it's even with waxing, we generally would take either the wax or the roller wax. We would do a wee strip before mm -hmm. we start doing the full leg and we would say, how is that? Because everybody's reaction to heat is different. So you might do that on two people. One might say that's fine and somebody might say, oh, that's quite warm, in which case you can turn the wax down. I think the problem here, I'll be honest, I think I'm there. She was scared to communicate with me. Yeah. I don't think she was deaf aware. So I think she thought of like she wanted to get over it done quickly. Mm -hmm. But that's not really good for people with hearing loss because no. if you give to work with them, then, yeah. you know, that ended up badly. So um, I think when you're going to a business star on, and I don't think a lot of people tell them that we're there because when we do, they're not deaf aware. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it being. Yeah. And it made that three not people don't talk to them and go back again. So I would like you to explain to everybody what we do to help a deaf person or how you're going to make the business more accessible for them. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I think initially, obviously, you've been really helpful for me in that. And then I put my hands up and say I wasn't as inclusive as I thought. But then I met you, and then you're doing an amazing job with what you're doing, trying to educate everybody. So Thank you very much. No, I did want to, um, I did want to um, make you feel comfortable because when you have a deaf person come, nobody will move around in their eyes, and you do anything to help them. And that's good for your business. It's all about being inclusive. Mm -hmm. And I'm a team sometimes, like, I'm working with deaf people, but I'm working with people like you and Laura and so many people. And I was just want to make them feel comfortable too and learn from me.
you make everybody feel comfortable though. Oh, thank you. Even if I first met you, I felt really comfortable with you. I think we both get passion for what we're doing and we're just similar type people. Um, so yeah. That too, because I'm trying to encourage people not to judge people because they don't know. Like, if somebody turns up a business and it's a lot for them to learn, they've got to learn what they're doing. They've got to just check the time that they're going to And they're probably not like daycare or anything. So, um, I always like help them and help them be more disability with daycare rather than attack the business because some people are like, oh, no, not daycare. But that's not the goal. Flap up. Help them out. So that's my... Yeah, you're educating them. The new dog going to yeah. be in, making them um, aware of knowledge and help them, support them. So um, that's what I'm trying to do. And I hope um, it would help a lot of people. I think it definitely is. What I've learned for you so far is even like the consultation process. Um, so you taught me about obviously videos, captions. Um, we spoke about things, Laura, at the GGC. She gave me a good idea um, about Zoom. You know, so somebody wasn't coming to the salon initially, it was just maybe sounding me out. And we could do Zoom, I could look into obviously how I could caption it. We could have a wee consult where they can see me, could maybe show them the salon, um, could obviously have some text written down that could be sent or viewed, you know, to describe, you know, well, kind of like my brochure, you know, that it gives the treatment information. That's a good starting point. Then if they feel comfortable, obviously they can come into the salon and again, whatever equipment I need to do that can be there, you know, whether it's written, whether it's verbal. Um, and then I think what I thought now is obviously being deaf aware, so each treatment, um, when I do the consultation, can we explain a bit more? You know, so like say when you had the lash lift and the closed eyes, it was quite an experience. So obviously we spoke about that. And when the eyes are closed, I think it's understanding the process. So what each process is, how long it's going to be on for. We had worked out that I could tap you in the shoulder mm -hmm. just every now and again, just so that you could put your thumb up and let me know you were okay. Again, by that point, I think we'll see because you would trust me, you'd be a bit more relaxed eyes, maybe we didn't water as much, so maybe we wouldn't be as reactive. Or if you felt panicked and we needed to take one of the steps off a bit quicker, you could just let me know by raising your hand. Definitely. So there is always ways to work it where you're still in control and we're working together, but if you know that I'm looking out for you and everything's okay, um, and you know that you might feel a wee sting in the eyes, I don't think you would be as frightened when you felt it. And then knowing at the end, I'm going to get a lovely wee cold eye bath, and we're going to rinse it all out, and it's all going to be good. Um, so I think that's what I've learned. And then obviously, after okay, you know, just having you know lots of good kind of brochure information going forward, I'm trying to work with Heather at One for Growth and Laura with GGC to make my content more inclusive in terms of we're trying to learn about captions and what we can do to make things more accessible that way. I'm not great with technology, so I'm still learning, but um, I think we're all wanting to do better. So that's really good. And I'm, I'm, actually, that's from you. I'm actually in a process of figuring out the caption. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, going to speak to someone. So once I've got all that sorted, I'm going to make into a, what call it, a video. Mm -hmm. Like, by step tutorial, how to do the caption. So think across, it goes okay. <laughs> it's been a long process for me, to be honest. It'll be really helpful, though, because, like I said to you before, I want to do more and I want to do better, but I've gone to my phone or i gone to the Zoom and I don't know what I'm doing or when I was doing a live, I didn't know if I could do captions and get quite stressed about it because I want to do it 
but it's education. I don't know, and that's where you. Yeah, but that that uh, I think it's gonna be amazing. But I'm in talk with them to know to think across. It won't be wrong, but it, um, it might be the best. Think across. I don't know how many times, how many apps I've been on to, but I think that one might be the best. So what out for that? Just at me. Yeah, well, you doing that is going to set the kind of groundwork for everybody going forward. If you can do that, educate people, and then you've got all people in different sectors, you know, flying the flag. Um, it's really exciting. So if you think where we are now, like where we've been like 12 months, oh, really no. I know that by because I went to the high school to do a talk. Um, I want like, things have improved massively from when I was little up to now. And I want to make things more inclusive and accessible. And that's three years, five years, ten years time for people. Because I'm hoping it'll be the case. It didn't need to be talked about. Do you know what I mean? It's automatically there. Captains are always there. Everything's always there. No one needs to have uh, just like me type thing. But I think Facebook is pretty confusing just now. Especially changing over from the what you call it, the meta or something. Mm. I'm not very good at talking to me Oh no, yeah, you're so much better than me. <laughs> I can do the designs, I can put pictures on, but like for example, like, I think I prefer Instagram. Yeah. Facebook is quite a lot involved in it, mm. and I think the captain, it needs to be like switched on somewhere and you can't find it. Yeah, especially live via Instagram, it's quite simple to find. Yeah. And especially on stories, you can add captions and the stories. Oh. Well, before we leave today, if you show me that, because that would be good, because I do my stories every day. So if you right. can show me that. Yeah, I definitely yeah. will do that. For an Instagram, but it gets more complicated. So um, again, I'm going to do, a, I might even do a, would call it a live one day mm. to talk about all that. I think so because people that maybe don't realise aren't as inclusive and things, if you can show that, it makes them less scared, you know, because sometimes people are just ignorant because they're frightened to speak up for saying the wrong thing. So if you can do something like that, I think it'll, it's something that's doable. Um, and that people, you'd be surprised actually, more people probably want to get involved than you realise. I've always done that. That's my, one of my so, um Back to your business. Um, let's see, if a young girl wanted to become a British person or worked in the thing here, would it be very difficult for her to do a job communication with clients? Or can you think what you've done, like you made it with book, you think it will work for her, make it into with book, and then she can get to know a client and her client get to know her? I think that would be a good example to do them because they don't have to work in a busy town and worry and get injured, can't come in. They can do exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I think there's so many different ways. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible. I think initially you need the passion. If you get into that type of job and it's not your passion, it won't work for you. Uh, you've got to really want to do it, enjoy to do it, have that thirst for learning. Then from there, you would need to go to obviously like your college or your training academy. You would need to make sure initially you had the qualifications that would allow you to get into that. 
Um, and then from there, you would need to see um, what's in place there to support learning and education. But the good thing is, like, these careers places, advice places, you can always get an appointment and then whatever can be in place, you know, that you need to have the consult, they can show you the facility, you know, whether it's a bigger college, um, whether it's a smaller training school. Um, there is even some kind of private companies that can do it in really small groups or like even one-to-one. -one. So it's looking at all the options, what's going to suit you in terms of time, finances, location. But really, obviously, the kind of job coaches would be the best to speak to because everybody will offer something different. Um, but definitely follow your dream, follow your passion. Um, like so you approved, if you want to do something, there's a way. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, I, because I, when I was at high school talking about different things, and I think they need more people um, talking about if they can do it, because I think they probably be like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can work with customers. I don't know. To be honest, I feel like that myself. But um, older I get, I realise nothing to be worried about because uh, people are very kind. Thank you, sir. Laura and all that have been so good to me, supported me. And I think uh, it's all about um, having a confidence and yeah. confidence will grow. Yeah, when you're young, it's difficult. You don't have a lot of confidence. Um, but yeah, I think it's just believing in yourself and really wanting it bad enough to be willing to do things that are maybe hard or the learning, it's really hard. When I was in college, I thought beauty therapists just sit there like a bit dumb and they paint nails all day and all this, you know, but it's not the, the first year that I've done is like that. It's just fun. But the HND is quite difficult, you know, and when I was towards the end of that two year course, people were dropping out. See, just before we had like three or four months left to go at a three-year course. Girls were just quitting and falling out because it's really difficult. It's anatomy, physiology, um, it's physics and machines, it's the structures yeah. of the body, the muscles. Um, it was really, really intense. Um, it wasn't what I thought it would be and it was quite an artificial way to learn and you're thinking, how are all these things going to tie in when I go to work? And also you're just practising on each other which isn't what salons are like because not everybody comes in with no sore back and no issues with their skin because we're all young then, so we have no back issues. We don't generally have any skin issues. Whereas when you get in a salon, you maybe have a lady and she has lots of health issues and you need to understand what are all these medications she's just told you she's on? Is, is she out of this treatment or is she contraindicated? How is that going to affect her blood pressure? So you've got to know how to handle that because you need to be there to look after the client. You can't go ahead with a treatment that might cause them harm. Um, or like when you're working with a machine, you need to understand some of these machines, obviously you need to know the physics because they're, say if they're galvanic or radio frequency, or whatever, if you don't move them on the skin properly or have the right product to guide them like a conductor, you can burn the skin, you know. So unlike so with you with your leg, you know, you can take the skin off. There's lots of things you could do wrong. So you ninety percent of it is the knowledge rather than it being practical. I always thought when I was learning it was mostly practical. But for a good therapist it's not. If you really know your stuff, it makes all the difference in what you provide. I didn't know that. Yeah. I really thought I, I didn't expect it either. Yeah. But um, they'd move behind it. Wow. And at that point, it's not fun because you're just learning textbook, 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 and you're working. You know, I had a newborn baby. I was working in the Hilton and I was doing this full time. And it just gets quite overwhelming, you know. So I'm not surprised that a lot of people did drop out. But for me, I was like, 
it was really, really hard because I was a new mum. I was like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to boss it and I'm going to manage one of these salons one day. And it's visualising it and like manifesting it. And then within three years, I had got my first manager's position and I was just so chuffed. Oh, you've done amazing. So, oh, nice. I just do the happy passion for it and you work hard. Yeah. You build on your dream. Yeah. Because you've got to work hard to get the dream, doesn't it? Yeah, but I think it's the environment. Like a few years ago when I had the big salon and all the staff and things and we were having lots of bother with people cancelling, not showing, whatever, um, I actually just felt I lost my passion and I was actually going to give up my full job and retrain but what I realised was it was obviously the anxiety and the stress of dealing with staff I didn't enjoy it because I'm quite soft and people take advantage of that kindness for a weakness Um, I was probably doing the best in terms of earnings but you're having to pay everybody else first but also thinking about all the other things and the running of the salon takes away for the client experience so when I gave the salon up and went to work for home just one on one that's where I actually feel like my passion come back even more than before because now I could make it bespoke, just my own and control, you know, the heat and the lighting and the blankets and the nice touches and the oils and the candles and it was just me and the client and there was no interruption and then that's just when I started getting obsessed with it again and I was thinking what other treatments can I do and then all these new skin things were coming on and um, that's just been really exciting. I've really enjoyed it. Do you got any more, more new things coming on? So in the last year you've seen a few wee bits and bobs that are advanced so obviously we're looking to look after the client for the inside out so like say your intramuscular injections so like your B12, your biotin, your vitamin C which are amazing. Um, your skin tag removal so where that's kind of just a general treatment though because of COVID and because the NHS aren't offering it people feel really conscious about skin tags warts and things like that uh, I've got them on my neck and we're going out I'm going out next Friday I'm going to do it and I'm thinking but so being able to offer that, although it's not a specific beauty treatment, I like being able to provide it for my existing clients. And obviously they know I'll do a good job, I'll look after the skin, we'll have good aftercare. Um, obviously all the advanced skin bits we were talking about. Um, I've done doing a fat dissolving course, which is amazing. I've had What's it done fat dissolving. So it's like a liquid that you inject. So I've had it done before, see for a wee chin, wee double chin. Uh, also it's quite good see what areas people that are maybe their ideal weight but they just carry fat so like say for women a lot of times the tummy so like after my daughter I definitely feel like a wee bit at the top it could be this wee part you know that sticks out the bra uh, folds in the back so it's not a weight loss thing it's for somebody that's you know proportioned and with women we always fold fat in different areas so the fat dissolving is amazing I've got loads of friends that love getting on their tummy since having their children Um and my hydrofacial machine, that's my new toy, so that's quite exciting. So I've just been bringing things in slowly. So it does all this, like water dermabrasion, eh, purifying, ultrasonics, like firming and toning, and then we have an oxygen mist to spray it then just to kill the skin. So that does a lot at a deeper level because of how the eh, pulses come out, you know, so the radio frequency, the ultrasonic, what they do, how they push the products into the skin, but without needles. Um, and then obviously the skin boosters, which are obviously maybe somebody that doesn't want to do Botox or fillers. They want something more than their facial. So we put this hyaluronic acid just under the skin, so we just inject just under. Um, that's amazing. So you can do it for face, you can do it for neck and decollete. 
particularly in older ladies, you know, this area or the hands can kind of give it away, you know, the age. So that's quite exciting. Um, and then we're going to roll that out this year. And then next year, ideally, what I would like is to get some advanced skin machines. So I don't know if you've seen the one that's for body. It's the booty lifting one, you know, the peachy bum, you know, it's all like the big device that lifts and sucks, you know, so the, the back of the thighs and it lifts your bottom. So it's like now when you go to the gym and you squat, this machine's kind of doing the workout. Mm -hmm. And you can literally see in one session, the bum comes in and the glutes tighten up. Um, and obviously it's improving, you know, the texture and the tone of the skin. Who doesn't want that? And I've um, done a lot. So that'll be next year. Um, and uh, a few other kind of skin machines and things. So that's hopefully what I'm hoping to do. But if things keep going the way they're going, it's definitely possible. I mean, I can't wait to be new bringing out more treatment at the meeting. I know. It's I got many to from there. You'll be able to review them all. You'll be trying them all. <laughs> Maiden, wow. No, I'm going to come and begin some treatment. Hopefully, quite soon. I think I need it. Definitely. Oh, no, it's amazing. I'm very really, like, loving your knowledge. I mean, different training, different. It's amazing how much you know. And I'm trying to think any more questions. Well, the good thing is you'll never know everything. There's always new things coming out. And with it, while not all of them might suit my business, I'm always interested in what's going on, but I'll pick and choose things that I know my clients would enjoy. So like, you're never done learning. You'll never know everything. <clears throat> Even like um, when we had the salon before, <coughs> we used to get girls in for college on work experience and they would come in the salon. That's really fun. Sometimes these girls would teach me techniques or massage movements. That I didn't know, so you can always learn, you know, for different mm -hmm. people. Um, so I love that, you know, the girls would come in and give them a taste of what it would be like, but in a nice way, whereas when I was younger, my work experience was quite bitchy and, you know, so being able to show them that was exciting, but also you're learning from them. And I think it makes them feel good because new women to learn from them what they've learned, but some people are like, oh, I haven't better than you, I, I know better than you, but sometimes it doesn't work. I, I'm a thing myself. Things of pain, when I was little, I'm going to hear stories from other people. Things of pain, I'm learning from them too. So it's all about learning with each other, because them, it's good to support each other as well. And you've been a role model as well, so like, say for your children, seeing you leading the way what you're doing, I think that's pretty cool. Awesome. Thank you. And you've got a wee better. Then, eh, not then, better um, person, not person. Well, I suppose she has a person. Lola. Uh, so, Lola is my wee teacup chihuahua. And even when I had the salon, so like when I got her when she was eight weeks old, she has been in the salon environment. So, those chihuahuas are normally not great with people. She's actually really good. Oh, did I them? And what we find is obviously pet therapy is like actually a recognized thing now. You know, obviously, dogs, you know, can be, you know, like anti anxiety dogs and uh, things like that. So, Lola does a bit of pet therapy. So for certain treatments, like say facial, depending on what you're doing, um, she can come in and she'll be calm and relax you. It's like wakeish, doing a wee bit of energy healing. Um, so she just adds a wee something. Or if she can't come in during the treatment, she'll like to come in at the end and say hello. I don't mean that a lot, I love Dina. I'm going to come to a wee hello. And I'm like, you know, um, it too, I think pet, dog, when I do, but I think for me, uh, I've got a dog myself, I think, um, it just takes away my anxiety, and then mm -hmm. come into the salon, 
mit Nora am Entertainment. Da war man bei, ich bin welcome, ähm, ich bin comfortable da nicht eben. Da habe ich ein bisschen Bildung von der Kleidung drin und da. Yeah. And I think dogs are such good like, judges of character as well, you know. Um, and not everybody likes animals, which is fine, and um, some of them might not want Lola to come for a wee visit, which is very, very strange, choose. but Pick yeah. Some people are more cat people, maybe don't like dogs, or I've got some clients that actually have allergies to dogs, so like that day I would make sure that Lola wasn't in the salon at all. But I think most people do love animals. I love animals. I love animals too. Yeah. I love animals. I've got a dog and two rabbits. Hard I work, used to but... rabbits as well. I have, literally, we used to have like a menagerie when I was young. My mum, we had like tortoise, terrapins, really? uh, chinchillas. We had lovebirds. We had rabbits. We had mm -hmm. dogs. We had cats. It literally was like a zoo. Oh, it was crazy. oh wow. Yeah, it's no, quite I like rabbits are for me. Yeah. I'm just checking to see a cover living thing. Um, I think we've covered everything. I think the only one question that I would like to ask before we finish. Uh -huh. How, um, like for example, the height of the stool or the big building? All that. How would you make that more accessible for people with hearing loss? Because it's for us quite complicated. Do you have any visuals or booklets or anything for them to look up on? So I think for a lot of it that's existing, I probably have a lot more information. Like you say, these things that are newer, I don't maybe have as much as that. But going forward, I will do. I'll have more like written things. Um, and as I say, what we've got is obviously where before they come, we consult, you know, so we can do the Zoom, we can do captions, we can do things like that. I think when they come in, obviously, if we can communicate my lip reading, I will explain everything in so much detail that you feel in control. Um, every step's explained, that you're in control. I will obviously let you know, like, so we needles, like you were saying, if you have needle phobia and things like that, so letting you know that I'm ready. You have to let me know then you're ready. Be relaxed, but I think if you trust the person, you can be more relaxed. It being done properly and being all over, that actually probably builds confidence, you know, so getting it done, feeling okay with it um, and being in control. Somebody has a panic and decide, no, I don't want to go through it, it's fine. And we'll just stop, you know, we're not like pushing them down. We're just going to tell you what these things do. If you want to have it, I'll find a way to make it accessible. I'll find ways to do it, I'm to explain it so that before we do it, you feel comfortable. I wouldn't go ahead with anything if you didn't say, see if you said I'm 100%. Like we chatted about B12 for a while. Mm -hmm. I had to make sure that you were 100% before I'd done that for you. You let me know you were feeling a wee bit wary about needles. We just took our time to explain it all. Um, so I hope that obviously made you feel better. New government, new other they're going to implement well. Not to me, well, see a lot of my friends, because obviously in this community we all know each other and things like that. So that's been nice. And the other girls I know that do beauty, makeup, nails, hair, and I know quite a lot of them. I've told them all about you, about my experience, what you've taught me, what you've learned. Then they're looking at obviously what you've been doing to see what they can bring into their salons. And again, I've said to them now, you'd probably speak to them. You know, so that they can get more um inclusive as well. So I think it's just like a ripple effect. It's just going to go, and people are excited because they like. I was so ignorant. I didn't know that I wasn't inclusive, 
Um, so yeah, I think it's really, really good, really positive. Yeah, because um, you weren't able to do that. I just want um, the ghettos or even people married to be um, not left out. Mm-hmm. We, and I'm trying to, to come to Darlon, we can do what we want to do. I think I can to bank in the right person. And because of being yours and stuff like that, after the video, a lot of people are going to be like, wow. Um, it's what they need. Yeah, and Someone it's just to understand. where you want to go. Somebody might not like me, might want to, uh, maybe a younger girl might want to go into a big salon, mm-hmm. you know, and have more of that experience now, social, lots going on. Uh, different things. Yeah, because I think it needs to have the confidence to speak to the salon, but I've learned from my mistake when I just went in, I trusted them, mm-hmm. but they couldn't communicate with me, and I think that went wrong. So please, please speak to the therapist. I'm making sure you uh, connect and you understand each other before starting treatment. You don't want it to go wrong. No, but again, you shouldn't move forward to consultation if you get the vibe that the True. client's not feeling it. Um, but it's funny to think all these little things and all conversations that had have led to this. So, like, say, if I didn't join the GGC in the lockdown, I would never have met, like, Lauren Heather. I would never have met you. And then look at all the kind of relationships that have been built for that. I just think in my industry, it's generally not women supporting women. Whereas now, I really feel it is. Like, see, we Laura, we Heather, yourself, um, all the other amazing ladies that I've met. We really do support each other. We help each other. We share each other's content. But it's all genuine, you know. There's nothing, like, fake in it. And that's just so refreshing. Yeah, that too, too. I feel like that as well. Um, Laura is the founder of the Great Crew Girls Club. So we are not... I know, um, you're in the business club. It's amazing. So if you want to check out an auto, Heather, Heather is to... my social media. So Heather at One for Growth, Heather and Becca do my social media for me and they are absolutely amazing. But even during lockdown, Heather engaged with me and she actually gave me a lot of free content, uh, free advice. And I just, again, it's a vibe. I just really liked her. Um, she's just such a lovely person. So between the two, I have learned so much. got more confidence, same as yourself been to these different events, bit of networking, but still fun and social as well, because as mums need to get out more. Yeah, definitely. I would thank the um, Instagram Blue and check them out, because um, they are very inclusive as well, aren't they? They, Laura, Heather and Alison are um, an example of trying to make their business more accessible. So, um, and I think why I started this business, then I cannot wait to see how you are going to do and you guys are making everything thank you all so much for including me and asking me to help you all out thank you you're welcome but no thank you i mean all all this has come about for you so you need to acknowledge that as well you've done amazing oh thank you you are leading the way your your confidence has grew so much same from when i first met you and i watched you doing your videos and your podcasts and i'm just dead proud of you so i'm and your confidence grown, I can see that. And you've done you do well. I mean, you've done a lot. And I think you've done absolutely amazing. And I can't wait to see what they're going to do next for new treatment. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know, the two are living our best life. <laughs> I think I'm going to finish here. I mean, we've covered a lot. I've um, talked a lot, as usual. <laughs> fun. It's so much fun. So, yeah, I'm going to end this. So, do you want to say bye? 
Goodbye. Bye.